Let us be attentive. You, O Lord, shall keep us and preserve us. Save me, O Lord, for the godly man has failed. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Let us be attentive. Brethren, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, he who teaches in his teaching, he who exhorts in his exhortation, he who contributes in liberality, he who gives aid with zeal, he who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor, never flag in zeal, be aglow with the Spirit, serve the Lord. Rejoice in your hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints, practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them. Peace. Be with you, the reader. Hallelujah. Wisdom arise. Let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Let us be attentive. At that time, getting into a boat, Jesus crossed over and came to his own city. And behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on his bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he then said to the paralytic, Rise, take up your bed, and go home. And he arose and went home. When the crowd saw it, they were afraid, 
and they glorified God, who had given such authority to men. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Good morning. I remember once when I was visiting Metzvo, Greece in August of 2001, I went to a, a paraklesi service, that is the daily supplication service to Mary the Theotokos, during the first two weeks of August. It seemed like almost the whole town was there. The church there in Metzvo, Greece, was packed. When the priest preached, he complained that there were some people with their stores open rather than closing them to come to the services. Can you imagine that, even at the height of the tourist season? He was not satisfied with an overflowing church for paraclesis. He wanted everyone to be there. He wanted everyone there because he knew the significance of the services. He wanted everyone there because he knew the power of prayer. He wanted everyone there because he knew the transformative power of God. On Saturday, we will celebrate the great feast of the Transfiguration. Unlike the church service I just described in Metzvo, which was attended by hundreds, the transfiguration of our Lord on Mount Tabor was only attended by three people, the disciples Peter, James, and John. It was a major event where God revealed himself to humankind. God the Father told the three attendees, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. It is ironic that so few people witness so great an event, an event that we commemorate every year with services on August 6th. It is ironic, too, that we often neglect to attend other services besides those on Sunday, although they are important and we have the ability to do so. Certainly, people work and may not be able to attend, but there are also services at night that perhaps most of us could attend. Perhaps it is simply not in our routine to attend weekly, weekday services. Perhaps we just don't feel like it. Perhaps we just haven't even tried it before. Perhaps our weekday services are not well attended, just like Christ's transfiguration. But despite low attendance at times, the services we offer during the weekdays are transformative. On the transfiguration, we not only celebrate God's revealing himself to us, but, we also, but also we affirm our own possible transfiguration, our own changing and renewing and perfecting in Christ. 
God can make us bright as light as Christ's garments were at the transfiguration. In August, besides the transfiguration, we celebrate another great feast of our church. On August 15th, as we well know, is the Dormition of the Theotokos. Unlike the Transfiguration, this event was well attended. It was, according to St. John of Damask, the Damascene, impossible to count how many people were there. According to church tradition, many people gathered around the Theotokos' deathbed. She encouraged all in their faith before she passed on. At this event, the faithful's faith was made stronger. It was a transformative experience. Just like the Transfiguration, the Dormition of the Theotokos not only affirms a miraculous event, it also affirms our own salvation. Just as the Theotokos, the greatest of all the saints, became perfected in the faith, we affirm our own potential in God. The Theotokos is our great example in the faith. Her purity, her holiness, her prayerfulness is something to be imitated, not simply admired. Our own salvation comes into view when we behold our own potential with God's grace. When we behold the Theotokos' holiness, we see how humanity can be transfigured by God's grace into something remarkable. So here we have two great feasts of the church, one that is not well attended, that was not well attended only by three disciples, while the other one had many in attendance. Whether there are many or few at the events, the significance of the events still remains great. The church services over the next two weeks help us to remember the significance of these events. The services over the next two weeks help us in our own transfiguration into something remarkable. We will gather on Friday night for Vespers of the Transfiguration. Traditionally, on the Feast of the Transfiguration, we bless grapes, which is a sign of the final transfiguration of all things in Christ. During the first two weeks of August, we also gather in the evenings for the Paraclesis services, that is, the supplication services to the Theotokos. Here we affirm the transformative power of prayer. We ask Mary the Theotokos to pray for us, and she does. Finally, we will complete the fast as we gather for the Domitian of the Theotokos, the name day of our parish. We will celebrate both Vespers and Liturgy. Here we will affirm that Mary's prayers transform us. We even proclaim during the dismissal hymn on the 15th of August that through her prayers, our souls can be delivered from death. Through the first two weeks of August, we proclaim again and again God's transformative power in our lives. Please join us. Please make the effort to do something extra this year. Please make a little change in, our, in your weekly routine and try to join us at some or all of our upcoming weekday services. Invite others to come with you. Whether there are lots of people there, like when the Theotokos passed on, or very few, like at Christ's transfiguration, the significance of the services still remains great. Our Lord said, 
Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. What better invitation do we have than that? The Lord promises to be with us as we gather together in prayer. When we gather in worship, God can transform our souls. When we gather in worship, we can find joy in our souls. When we gather in worship, God can sanctify our souls. When we gather in worship, we affirm God's transformative power in our lives. When we gather in worship, even only when two or three are gathered in his name, as Christ promised, God is there. When we gather in worship, we honor Christ and his saints. May we all take advantage of the beautiful services offered both day and night over the next two weeks. Let us take some time out of our daily or weekly routines and honor God and Mary with our presence and ask them to help transform our souls. Amen.